What's up, y'all? Good afternoon, good evening, good morning, wherever y'all, wherever you may be. Welcome to the Clown Hour podcast. On tonight's show, we're going to talk some NFL. We're going to talk some college football playoff, the final rankings, and get our thoughts on that. And we're going to preview the upcoming NBA, well, actually, the now ongoing 2020 to 2021 NBA season. They got the NBA's back. It's fantastic. And also, I need for y'all to buy some merch. Okay, so until then, let's get it. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are, wherever you may be. This is, this is the Clown Owl. Welcome. Uh, I'm your host, Scott Burks, and that's my man, Dwayne Nash. Please check him out on the yard, such HBCU Sports, stroking his beard, by the way, where he drops about all things HBCU Sports, as well as Sleazy Radio every Tuesday night on Facebook Live. You hear him, you hear him in his crew just kicking it. And also, please check out his work on HeroSports.com, where he talks about all things FCS Sports, especially when it pertains to HBCUs. That's for your boy. Uh, please check out my sports blog called The Clown Times. It's Clown Spirit Canada at www.theclowntimes.net. You can also check me out on Facebook as well. Um, I'm having, I have making a fool of myself after this Monday <laughs> night game. More on that in a moment. Uh, be able to search for The Clown Times. Type it in in the search window, whatever you use. Laptop, uh, smartphone, desktop, wherever you are. Just, just find us there as well. And please check out my merch. I need for y'all to get some merch at CafePress.com. Get the merch. Get the merch at com. The address is in the description. Search for the Clown Time Sports. you find me there as well. So, I know we have a lot of NFL. I know we got some NBA to preview. But we're going to start with some college football playoffs that released their final rankings. The top four was what people expected. Alabama, number one. Clemson, yeah. number two. Ohio State number three, and Notre Dame number four. I had no problems. I had no problems with the first three. I get, I'm cool with the first three, right? I know Ohio State played only two games, but they're the best in the, they're the, best in the, in the um, Big Ten, and they are, when they're right, the, one of the best teams in the country. That's, that's not disputable. Oh, and so I don't, have to, I don't think I have to explain Alabama. We don't have to explain Clemson. Again, I agree with the first three picks. I had a problem with the fourth one. Now, look, I know Notre Dame had a great regular season, right? And I know that them playing a conference schedule in the ACC, which is still weird to see, but it was fun. And they dominated. They, they beat Clemson, albeit a Clemson team, Sands, uh, um, Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence, yeah. Players, and a few other players on the defensive line on offense mm-hmm. through the COVID, right? But they did win. Yeah, Clemson's still good. They're, they're two deep and three deep are better than many teams one deep. Mm-hmm. All right. And they beat North Carolina on the road. And North Carolina is a damn good team. They can score. If you're not careful, they'll run 50 on you. It's Miami. Yeah. <laughs> after Hurricane. It's Miami. Yeah. Which, which, who's, not, and who's another good team. That's how good Carolina is this, uh, this season. But Notre Dame did work against them in Chapel Hill. So yeah. they're a damn good team. No one's saying they're terrible. I just don't think. When they lose by 24 points to Clemson in the rematch in the ACC title game, I do not think you reward someone getting the ass with that, that, That's just me. I, I don't think you, you reward that. I know they, that's the only loss, and some could argue if, if, if they had Trevor Lawrence in the first meeting, they would have had two L's. Yeah. Right? And many, many people argued that. But that's not a hit or there. But the point is, I just don't think you reward a squad who got beat by 24 points in the title game. Now, 
you look at the other alternatives, okay, okay, you know, people say, okay, smart guy, who are the other alternatives? Okay. There's there's something to be said for two teams. We'll start with Texas AM. All right, Texas AM, yeah, they got the asses curb stomped by Alabama early season, but they won several games in a row. One of those games was against Florida. And I know Florida's lost three games. And I, and I still, it still baffles me that Florida's able to stay in the top 10, let alone at number six? Number seven. I, seven, seven, I'm sorry. Number seven after they lost to LSU. Yeah. Unranked LSU at home. Yeah. I know the kid threw the shoe to cause the whole thing to go down, but you still lost to a sub 100 team at home. You should drop more than one spot. I'm sorry. Right? But, but you know, it, it is what it is. But it's yeah, but again, Texas AM looked good. And you know, that's why I think that they should have done what the ACC did. Instead of having divisions, they should have had um, uh, 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 like the top two teams, regardless, who finished the top play. So that would have gotten that would have taken care of the Texas AM uh, dilemma because let's face it, Alabama probably would have done work with AM again. So that's that. And oh, divisions in college football, that's yeah. a whole nother conversation that, oh. that I <laughs> have a beef with. I understand why they do it. Right. But yeah, as it pertains to a championship game, yeah. Yeah, I, I'm I'm one of those where the division champions, or there shouldn't be division champions, take the top two teams. Because you were sure that you get the best two teams from Thank the conference you. playing in the title game. But that's a whole nother show. Thank you. Sorry Thank to interrupt. You. No, no, I, I no, 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 no. I, I agree. had to say something on that. I totally agree with you, brother. And many fans agree with you. Well, agree with us. Yeah. Because it's just so stupid. Why Why do you need two divisions? Let's take the top two teams. I mean, God damn. Come on now. But at any rate, um, yeah. Then, so that leaves us with Cincinnati. Mm -hmm. All right. Now, look, I understand that teams like Cincinnati have maybe one or two five stars on the, on, like, like in a good year. And they, they do that comparatively with the Alabamas, with the Clemsons, hell, even with the Texas A&Ms. But if you're going by little of the law, if you're going by, okay, did you win your conference? Did you lose any games? Did you have any bad losses if you did lose a game? That should have left us with Cincinnati. Mm -hmm. That should have left, if you, again, doing it by love of the law, should have left us with Cincinnati. I, I, I understand. I'm not one to push Cincinnati in. I said on like one of my rants on, on, on my YouTube channel, please subscribe, um, that Texas A&M should have gotten the fourth spot because to me, they're much better than Cincinnati if you're doing it by the eye test. But if you're doing by letter of the law, again, your conference, beat some, beat some good teams. Cincinnati, I know they didn't beat highly ranked teams, but they did curb stop an SMU team who was ranked in the top 15 at the time. Mm -hmm. They did beat a ranked Tulane team. Mm -hmm. who Tulane played pretty well. So they did that. Yeah, and they did not lose to a team from the Sun Belt Conference by 17 points at home to begin the year. They did not get cup stopped by the eventual conference champion. They did not, uh, in, like like in Texas A&M's case, and they did not lose their conference title game by 24 points. So by letter of the law, Cincinnati should have gotten a more serious. Game. 
but they didn't. We will get to it later about so why the college football playoff shits on the um, on the on, on, like, on like on the group of five more blatantly so this year. So, who like did the did you think? What do you think of the the final four in the um, in the college football playoff? Do, do you have any beefs? Uh, anything you want to add to that or? I'm going to come out. Of course I have thoughts. My, my thing is this, right? And, and, it, and it actually goes to your whole point of letter of the law, right? Mm-hmm. And, and conference champions. To quote uh, one Tina Turner from um, Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome, the law, I know the law, I created the law, right? Mm. But the thing is, whose law are we talking about, really? You know, are we talking about the court of public opinion law? Are we talking about the law of the CFP or as Sweet Lou from, from my show, from, from our show, Sleazy Sports likes to call it now, mm-hmm. the PPF, Protect the Power Five. Mm. Um, are we talking about their law, right. which is just like the acronym says, PPF, Protect the Power Five. Make sure that schools from those programs are the ones that get into the playoffs because they believe for my assumption that they're the ones that are going to get the eyes on the, on the, on the screens and attract the money so that they can continue to generate revenue. Said it on this show before. That's what this whole playoff is all about. It's all about money. It's not about mm-hmm. amateurism and trying to figure out who the best team is. No, it's about making money. Right. And it's about getting the four teams in there with the with records that are respectable enough for them to, to have a, a decent enough argument to have them in there mm-hmm. to be in these playoffs so they can go ahead and generate revenue. Because, of course, let's, let's be real. If they wanted to get Florida in there this year with an 8-3 record, that wasn't going to work because they got an 8-3 record. We saw them lose who they lost to, including the fact that they lost to LSU, who was trash, right? And yes. they didn't participate in their conference title game, and they didn't even – you know, they, they didn't win their division. They didn't participate in the conference title game, and we saw them lose to trash. Yeah. But they are a big brand, right? Yeah. So it, it only <laughs> works when you're a big school. You win, You either particip- you participate in your conference title game or you have a decent record. In most cases, no more than one loss or one blemish on your record. That's the only way it works to put those schools in there. And, 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 and unfortunately, the group of five schools get hurt because of that, right? They keep being on the outside looking in. And and, and, and unfortunately, I've said it before, I'll say it again, the only way that they'll make it into a FBS playoff is if they expand that field to 12, or to 10, potentially 12, or even 16, to include all of the conference champions. That's the only way they're going to do that. And if they if they do expand it, it's going to be more than 10 because, what, we have 10 conferences, right? Right, right. They're going to want at-large in there. They're going to want at-larges in there. So, yeah, it's not going to just be limited to 10. In my opinion, it's going to be something between 12 and 14. Probably 12. More yeah. Realistically, 12, yeah. Yeah. So we, 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 we have that understanding, right? Mm-hmm. So to get back to your original question, <clears throat> am, am I necessarily um, – do I have any beefs with the top four? You know what? Not really. And, and, and it's only because I, I 
think I have an understanding of what the committee wants to do, whether or not I like it or not. Right. That's based upon what they've done their entire existence of the CFP mm -hmm. is to make sure that these power five conference schools get in so that they can continue to make the money and hurt the little guy. They don't care about the little guy. They don't, they really don't. And it hurts me so because this whole college sports thing is supposed to be about competition and, and within amateurism. Allegedly. And, and, and allegedly, right? <laughs> and allegedly. allowing the best to compete against the best of that particular year, regardless right. of what conference that they're in. Mm -hmm. Which is why I, I, to a degree, I respect the, 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 the basketball tournaments, even though sometimes I'll have problems with the seeding, which is why I respect the other tournaments that they have in other sports, mm -hmm. be it baseball, softball, whatever, right? Right. I respect them because they at least include the little guys they don't even do so in this situation and they don't care and and the, the the best part of it is it continues to bring attention to it because we keep talking about it we keep right. talking about why we're so angry that like this for this particular year in in in, in, in general well for, for the case of this year cincinnati's not in or, or cincinnati wasn't considered uh, Coastal Carolina was con wasn't considered. No. The fact that teams like Iowa State is ranked over uh, uh, Louisiana, who beat them. Who beat them down. You know, re re beat regardless. Yeah. You know, regardless of, of the fact that they're in the Sun Belt, they beat them down, regardless of whatever excuse you would have put out there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, players weren't playing because of COVID, whatever. Haha, -ha, well, that's on you. Right. You still got to suit up. Yeah. I don't care. You still have to. Not by up. the tune of seventeen points. And not by the tune of seventeen points. <laughs> they got you by seventeen points. So yeah, I, come I, on. I, I don't. I don't care about your excuses. I, yeah. I don't. So it, it, that, that's that's the thing that that bothers me is the fact that they keep trying to 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 feed us the fact that this is what 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 they want us to believe it is. When I realized that it that it ain't, I, I took the red pill. Morpheus, I see. I see exactly what this is, man. Yep. It's all. It's all about money. So it doesn't bother me anymore. Now, mm -hmm. would I like to see the little guys in there and 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 play? Yes, especially when you have <laughs> the likes of Notre Dame, who is a twenty-point dog to Alabama. Yeah. How much worse could Cincinnati or Coastal Carolina do if, if Notre Dame is coming in as a twenty-point dog? So I, I, I. I yeah. I get why the likes of, of, of those two schools or since the, the, the coast, not the coast, but the central Florida's in past years or Boise States in past years have had arguments mm -hmm. and why they should be included. But I just begrudgingly understand why the CFP do what they do. You know, they, they truly believe that people want to watch Notre Dame. And once again, Notre Dame will get beat down in the playoffs again. And, and 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 we're going to just sit here and just shrug our shoulders and be mad that that they did it again. But this is what they believe that we that people want to see. So until people stop watching those games, yeah. they're going to keep doing it to us, man. And, and, and until the other conferences speak up, but not just the group of fives, but the Pac-12s who keep getting squatted on every year, you mm -hmm. know, the Big 12 that keeps getting squatted on every year, 
and until they start speaking up, this will never change. And someone said that in an article. I think um, the commissioner of the American Conference, yeah. he said that he was getting support from the SEC. Because remember, Texas A&M got passed over yeah. for Notre Dame. Yeah. So he said himself, and he was flabbergasted that the SEC is supporting, albeit for different reasons. But the point is, until you get people from powerful positions mm -hmm. to say to buck back, nothing's changing. Yeah. All right? Because remember, the reason why we had this plan for the first place was because enough powerful people got tired of got, – got, the last draw was – when two SEC teams played for the BCS title, yeah. Alabama and LSU. I'm sure you remember that. Enough people from the big, well, I mean people, I mean the Big Ten and the Pac-12, and I think the Big 12 said a lot of stuff about that. And that's what led us to what we have today. That's why yeah. the college football playoff, because a lot of people bitched about the BCS to the point where they had to do something. Yeah, And that's what's going to have to change this time. I do not believe that they're going to really stick to four teams throughout for the duration of the contract, which ends, I think, in 2025. I may be wrong on that. but Oh, yeah. If it stretches out that long, is this going to start becoming an underswelling? Well, it's already an underswelling. It's, under, uh, it's already uh, is. Uh, <laughs> of, of, of complaints about it. Yeah. So, yeah, as it starts to get bigger, yeah, I got a feeling it's, it's going to end up being changed come 2022 or 2023. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it's going to get past 2022, to be honest. Yeah. With you. I really don't think it's going to get that far. Because, I mean, they, this committee, it's one thing to subtly, um, like, push the, power, the, the group of five out of the way and just give them their crumbs in the form of a power, I mean, of a New Year's Six Bowl. But they were just outright blatant in the year of the pandemic. You'd think that this year would be the year to happen because, again, the Big Ten didn't play a full eight games. Most of the teams didn't. Yeah. They all got started late. They were all behind mm -hmm. the eight ball. Mm -hmm. All right? And so you would figure, you would figure that would, well, that would, well, would be one thing that would help that cost. Because, remember, at the beginning of the season, the Pac-12 weren't playing. The, the, yeah. the Big Ten wasn't playing. It yeah. was primarily, well, the Power Fives was pretty much the, the, the SEC, the ACC, and the Big 12. The, 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 like the, the, uh, the, um, the Sun Belt, the Conference USA took the cues from the SEC and the ACC and said, we're going to play two. Same regions. So, yeah. Yeah. And then the American as well, because they say, they not only they, they look at it as a, you know, we got a chance to shine on national TV more, ESPN more, mm -hmm. but we actually got a shot yeah. at this. And then I think when the Big Ten and the Pac-12, well, really the Big Ten, the Pac-12 does whatever the, the, the Big Ten does. But anyway, when the Big Ten saw that the likes of the Sun Belt Conference were getting so much, was getting so much shine, and for a good reason, they made the Big 12 their, you know, their, um, their hookers, if you will. <laughs> um, they, they, they made, they, they, they made them, I mean, they were the daddies. Let's just be real about it. The, the, the Sun Belt was the big 12 daddy, 12 daddies yeah. this year. And they got a lot of love and experience as a result. Coastal Carolina had a hell of a season. Um, you know, Louisiana 
like did his thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but to see, but 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 like, but uh, I guess the Big Ten saw that they're like, now nah, we don't, we we can't have this. People forgetting about us, and they having the big the the, the Sun Belt getting the shine, Conference USA get a little bit of shine. The America really getting some shine? Nah, <laughs> I really believe Kevin Warren and 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 like the the. the uh, the the uh, Big Ten uh, commissioner saw that, and they're like, he was like, nah, we we can't be outshined by this. We 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 can't do this. And as a result, they called themselves getting back in it. But this best believe, it wasn't just because of the feel good thing. They didn't. They were just tired of everyone else, the the, the, the group of five getting the shine. That's what happened. I, I honestly God believe that that you know that's what happened. So soon as like because I remember so like a couple of my my Cincinnati homies here, they're like, well, you know, all Ohio State fans, mind you, they're like, man, you know, I mean it's like uh, like it's good that the Ohio State's coming back that you know that the Buckeyes are about the ball again. But damn, it's really gonna hurt UC's chances, University of Cincinnati. Yeah. It's really gonna hurt UC's chances. They, yeah. they called it back in mid-October mm-hmm. when the news came down. No, because so, they were right. Think yeah. about it. Yeah. You, you, you don't have the Pac-12 playing. You don't have a big uh, 10 playing. You got to get your team from somewhere. Mm-hmm. And at that point, you really can't tell an undefeated Cincinnati or an undefeated Coastal based upon their resume at the time. No. Yeah. We, we're going to leave you out. You know, you, 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 it was going to be difficult for them to do that and 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 look good again in the court of public opinion. I mean, they look bad, but they don't look – they don't care this way because they have scapegoats. Yeah. In that situation, you wouldn't have. Mm-hmm. And, and, and they would have had – either that or they would have gotten real creative with their explanation because they, they, they already were kind of creative when they were talking about Ohio, um, Iowa State and where they were ranked. They didn't make any damn to... sense. They didn't make any damn sense. How are you going to lose? Okay. How are you going to put Iowa State ahead of a team that, that curb stomped them at home by 17 points to start the season? And that yeah. same team who lost yeah. to Coastal Carolina, the only loss coming to Coastal Carolina, mm-hmm. who's way 12. Yeah. So you got so you basically have Iowa State ahead of Louisiana, who beat them mm-hmm. at 19, whose only loss came to Coastal Carolina, who's ranked 12. Yeah. But Iowa State is ranked six. Yeah. Right. What type of fucking sense does that make? I'm I'm gonna stay on that till the cows come home. That makes <laughs> no damn sense. And keep in mind, they were the next one. If, if they would have held on to beat, like, come from behind to beat Oklahoma, you saw where they mm-hmm. placed uh, Oklahoma, right? They took them from 10th or 11th, jumped them ahead of UC, mm-hmm. right in the sixth spot. If I'm not mistaken, in the sixth, uh, the, yeah, yeah, in the sixth spot behind AM. I, I think, I think AM's fifth. Um, I could pull it up right now, but the point well, right is, now they're fifth, yes. Yeah, yeah. They, they, so basically, Oklahoma, if Ohio State would have lost to to Northwestern, they would have gotten that fourth spot. Yeah, yeah. They would have gotten that fourth see, spot. And, and, and that's the whole thing is that every year <laughs> that I can remember, right? Mm-hmm. Like the first couple of years of the CFP, 
I was like, I, I was, I just was staunch um, detractor of the CFP because I'm such a FCS guy mm-hmm. that I respect the whole 20 to 2014 playoff concept, right? Right. And and the whole four team playoff system was just not impressive to me because it never really, um, it never really resolved anything, right? Right. Right. But past couple of seasons, I started to pay a little bit more attention to it. And yes, the whole thing is, like I said before, protect the power five. And how did you do that? You go ahead and you do that. You make sure you you, you have your teams that are good enough to be in your top four there. Mm-hmm. And then you cushion that top four in slots five, six, and potentially seven mm-hmm. with other power five conference teams that play well enough within a particular stretch especially right. late in the season so that you can go ahead and legitimize them being there. See, the reason, one of the reasons why I heard that Iowa State was where they was or was ranked as high as they were mm-hmm. was basically because of this stretch since um, Halloween. You know, right. how well their defense looked and how little points they gave up during that stretch in time and how comparable that was to the top four teams and, and blah, 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 and this and that. <laughs> but right. look at the resume and who they played against. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to beat bad teams like that. That's something you're supposed to do. But somehow we, reward, we, we, we will reward them for what they've done to bad teams, right. but for somehow conveniently forget about that loss to UL. I still don't get it. I still don't get it. I don't get it either. And I, and, and I refuse to, to understand it. I just go ahead and, and now just look at it, just shrug my shoulders and say, okay, all right. I'll watch, but okay. Well, here's the deal. This is my plan. This is, this, this, this is my um, – I, I was writing some stuff down here right quick. Um, this, uh, this is going to be my, 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 my 12-team playoff plan. Okay, mm-hmm. as you were talking just, just, uh, just now. Um, let's make sure I make another adjustment here. Uh, okay, so taking what we discussed about our, our playoffs of uh, like, like potential playoff expansion, a lot of people are talking eight. I think you and I think the damn near most perfect thing would be 12. Yeah. Have all the power five and the group of five champs and two wild cards, the two wild cards being the two highly, most highest ranked non-conference winners. Mm-hmm. And more than likely, 9.9 times out of 10, those two will be coming from the power five. Yeah. So they'll, 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 they'll like they get to have their kick in YouTube. So this is how I figure. I figure you take the top four teams ranked, like by the college football playoff rankings, or whatever record they go to, they go to in the future. Take the top four teams, give them buys, mm-hmm. have them all get buys, and then see the rest of the teams accordingly. Again, by 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 uh, by ranking, and then after that, by rank for those who aren't ranked, and then have the two wild cards at the end, at the bottom of those seasons. Right, season season eleven, season eleven to twelve would be the wild card. Then the lowest, then the highest seeds host the first round, right? Okay. And then, the, then the semifinals, no, not the semifinals, but the quarterfinals, I guess, second round, 
will be played at the four highest seeds um, uh, home fields. And then after mm -hmm. that, will be the final four at the Bulls. So this is what I think. I, if you take the records as way right now, that's how everything ended, like um, conference championship week, it'd be the following. Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State, and Oklahoma would be the top four seeds. Okay. They get buys. We're cool with that. Mm -hmm. So take the then the then the remaining conference champs or group of uh, or Broncos, you go by rankings. Mm -hmm. Rest of conference champs. UC would be seated fifth. See the fifth. Okay. Mm -hmm. Coast would be seated sixth. Mm -hmm. uh, Oregon will probably be seated seventh. No, no. San Jose State would be seated seventh. Seven. Yeah. Yeah. Oregon, Oregon, since they're not ranked, will be seated eighth. Marshall, mm -hmm. ninth. Buffalo, tenth. All right. Mm -hmm. Then the two wild cards, Notre Dame and Texas A&M, will be seated eleventh and twelfth, um, respectively. Mm -hmm. So, um, so like, so basically, let me see if I get it count that right. UC fifth, Coastal sixth, uh, Oregon uh, seventh. San Jose, no, I'm sorry, San Jose 7th, Oregon 8th, Buffalo 9th, Marshall 10th, Northern 11th, Texas A&M 12th, yeah. So this is how the first round would be would, would have looked. The 12th seed at the 5th seed. Texas A&M at UC, at Cincinnati. Then Notre Dame at Coastal Carolina. Think about that. You can't tell me. You can't tell me there wouldn't be any interest in watching those two blue bloods travel to those upstart group of five schools and playing on the road. You can't tell me there would not be any interest in watching those games. Notre Dame at Coastal Carolina. Texas mm -hmm. A&M at University, University of Cincinnati. You don't see that shit every day. You don't, and you, and you won't. You won't. You won't. Because there's no way what a power five is going to go to the upstart group of five school. That ain't happening. No. And we know why. Because they're scared. Exactly. But this because, is... Because they're scared. They're, they're, they're scared. scared. <laughs> they're scared. But think about it. If this were forced that. So yeah. you can't tell me there wouldn't be any interest in watching that. Those two games. Mm -hmm. Even though we we probably will already come to the conclusion that Notre Dame and Texas A&M will win and probably win big. Mm-hmm. Even though it'll be competitive for a while, but they'll probably win big in the end, pull it out at the end by two touchdowns. Mm -hmm. But you still can't tell me there will be no interest. If the college football player is all about drawing interest, mm -hmm. all about ratings, you don't think those two games would be highly rated? I'll say this, right? Because, you know, I, I, I talk to Coach about this often, right? Yeah. Um, because He's in that group that would watch that game, right? I would Just do. like you and I, yeah. right? Because we're college football fans. They already got our dollars, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, they're, 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 my thought is that the CFP isn't necessarily catering to us. They're catering to the casual sports fan that would just happen to be potentially, well, not now, but in, in normal times, mm -hmm. we'd be in the, a, a, a group of people, mm -hmm. you know, out celebrating the holiday, you know, with our friends or our family, and then it would be like, hey, football's on, let's turn the game on, right? 
-hmm. And they'll they'll want those eyes because they already know they got us. But the key is the, to, to, to get new eyes. Yeah. So that's why that type of game, the casual fan will probably be like, why is Coast, who is Coastal Carolina and why are they in, even in the playoffs? I don't know if I want to – they might be like, I don't know if I want to watch that game or not mm-hmm. unless they're, they're with another fan that convinces them because they've seen Coastal Carolina play and say, hey, this game might be more competitive than what you expect. Watch this. So it's going to have to be some sort of way that if they do that, there's going to have to be some sort of coaching to get them to watch that. And the way that that happens is for these upsets to keep happening during the regular season, right? Because remember that whole upset of 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 of, of App State over Michigan years ago? Yeah. That's how we started our eyes were open for 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 App State. You know, same thing with, with Boise when they won over Oklahoma. Yeah. Same thing yeah, with Coastal. Statue of Liberty play. Yes. Same thing with Coastal Carolina this year mm-hmm. over BYU. Same thing with Troy and who is it that Troy beat LSU. a couple of seasons? LSU. LSU. When those games keep happening. Yeah. The, the casual fan will start to hear about those those wins mm-hmm. and they'll start to look out for those teams. Right. And that's when those teams start to become part of the lexicon of casual conversation of college football. And then people will start to pay attention to those teams more. So that's right. how I think that that works out where more people, where the casual fan will be interested in watching it. Because like I said before, they'll have the regular sports fan. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a lot of us. Right. And those numbers are big. Right. But to get that casual sport fan to get get those Super Bowl numbers, mm-hmm. that that takes the non that it takes the the, the non casual sports fans to, to come in, and, and and get those type numbers because that's what they want, that's yeah, what they really want. What they want and check this out. Like to finish out those first one pairings, uh-huh. go first one pairings. You would have Buffalo at San Jose State. Yeah. Ooh. Then you would have yeah. yeah, I would too, but. To, to your point, the casual sports fan, and then you'd have Oregon. This is gonna be a decent one. Oregon at Marshall. And you know what? Based upon how Oregon looked, especially in that championship game, yeah, that could be one of those situations where Marshall might go out there. Because I mean, Oregon. God, and I, and I, I was, I'm still saying anyway, and I know it's gonna be cliche. Oregon laid a couple of eggs this year, right? Mm-hmm. And 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 Marshall could potentially go out to Eugene and beat them, right? So, yeah, I, I, I most definitely will watch that game. The thing is, though, that will be a problem with that 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 concept is the bowl companies and the sponsors will complain because they will be losing teams participating in their bowl games. So you would probably have to appease them. Mm-hmm. And make those rounds bowl games as well. Um, you know what? I lied to you. I lied to you about um, I think Marshall because I think Marshall actually lost their conference championship game to UAB. It did lost the ball state. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Buff- yeah Buffalo lost the ball state, damn it. Buffalo lost the ball state. So take Buffalo out of there. So Buffalo like lost the ball state. Ball oh. state. And so ball yeah. state would have been playing. Uh, San Jose State. That's my bad. And so I think who is it that 
I think beat Marshall. I think UAB beat Marshall. It was UAB. UAB beat Marshall. So yeah. that's that's my bad. And, and and they spanked them. So it would have been Oregon at it might have been UAB at Oregon, actually, instead of Oregon at UAB. I don't know. But but the point is that would have been another compelling matchup because you would have a similar scenario, another upstart power five against a blue blood in Oregon. So um especially if it was it was going to be played at, at, at UAB, which would have got to have some Tide fans, nearby Alabama Tide fans, Crystal Tide fans, really like huh? Um <laughs> but anyway, yeah. So again, that I mean Marshall UAB, whatever, I think it would have been another uh compelling matchup. So then check this out. The winners of those games would obviously play, and I think it would be better if they receded, right? To go to the next round. So for example, once Texas AM does does what they do against you against UC, they'll be the lower seed, right? And so they'll be playing at Alabama. Okay. In the second round. Because the Alabama the top seed gets the lower seed, right? And so if what Notre Dame once makes quick work of Coastal Carolina, they've been playing Clemson again for a third time in this valley. All right. And same thing with if Oregon were to make work of uh UAB, they would be playing at Ohio State. Oklahoma probably gotten the winner of Ball State and San Jose State. <clears throat> yeah. So I guess from that perspective. I guess from the general, from the general, from the casual fans' perspective, the people want to see out of Ball State and San Jose State, more likely San Jose State at, at Oklahoma. Eh, I don't know. Do they want to see? I mean, I guess they would want to see Oregon or Ohio State. Yeah. So I mean, they want to see that. They want to see. I mean, do they want to see Notre Dame and Clemson a third time, or A and M and Alabama for the second time? I don't know, but the point is, the first round would definitely would drum some interest, drum some interest with these these the last two blue bloods, Notre Dame and Texas A&M as wild cards, playing at uh, Coastal and at UC. I yeah. think there would have been decent interest. There, those those I mean, game day would be south south with these drooling at the chance of being either in Coastal or here in Cincinnati. Yeah. Like oh, to, Cincinnati. to be at Myrtle Beach, most definitely. Yeah, Myrtle Beach. To, yeah. yeah, but to your point. The, the, the biggest thing is, as much as they have us, mm-hmm. you don't want to continue to bore us, right? Right, right. And I don't, I don't care if it's the best team. No, I do care. I, because I want to see the best play the best, right? We all do. Yeah. But after a while, it does get a little boring. But I still, want to get, I still want that opportunity to see the best play the best. Because it's a possibility that things might look different that mm-hmm. go round, right? So that's right. the hope. Because if, if it's if it's the best against the best and it's always lopsided, mm-hmm. then it really becomes boring. But if it's a situation where they keep going back and forth and both teams keep winning in alternate games, then you'll go ahead and you'll keep everyone's attention. But I, I get your point. Fresh blood, of course, draws interest. The thing is, though, it's continuing to bring in that casual fan that traditionally wouldn't watch. That's the thing that they're worried about. Well, are you ready for, let's just close the segment on this. Looking mm-hmm. at the top four, you believe in where it's going to, how it's going to play out? You ready for Alabama Clemson part five? Oh, I already know it's going to be Alabama Clemson. <laughs> I already know that. I already know that, right? 
So I'm trying to figure out what I'm going to be doing mm -hmm. on the days in which the the the, uh, the semifinals are going to be played, right? Right. Because I doubt very seriously I'm going to really be paying attention to that Alabama Notre Dame game. I really it's do. It's going to be doubt a blowout. It. It's going to be a nasty. Yeah. So if if yeah. anything, I'm probably going to watch the first half intently, mm -hmm. and then if it starts to get out of hand in that second quarter. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead. and It'll be on in the background, mm -hmm. but I won't be focused on it. You'll be watching. I'm, I'm, I'm not even going to lie. <laughs> I'm, I'm, it's going to be on in the background, and I'm not going to watch. Right. But I'll come back, excuse me, fourth sure. quarter to finalize everything mm -hmm. to make sure that, you know, what happened was what happened. Right. Because I, 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 I don't like watching blowouts unless it's my team blowing someone out right if it's two teams that I, i'm casually watching mm -hmm. i'm not necessarily watching that situation right. you know in those situations i'm watching close games but for that type of situation nah dude i'm not sitting back and and kicking my feet up and watching a blowout and enjoying it mm -mm. but you know the the, the the bookies already got uh notre dame as a 20 point dog and i i'm comfortable saying that alabama's going to get that 20 plus they're going to come um, so, yeah, am I ready for Alabama Clemson again? And, and the, the real question is, am I uh, uh, ready to watch Trevor Lawrence win another one? Yeah. Um, I only say that because of history. Right. Alabama technically doesn't win. Well, they technically, but Alabama hasn't won in even years, right? Right. So what is this, 2020? It's an even year player. Um, it, it'll, it'll be interesting if Alabama breaks that curse. Mm -hmm. That'll be one of the things that'll be on my mind for that game, right? Right. To see if Alabama can actually win in an even year. So in order for that to happen, of course, they would have to beat Notre Dame first in order for them to get to the championship game. But we expect right. them to do that. So we, we'll see how that pans out. But huh, as for Clemson, um, Ohio State, I'm going to be intrigued because – um, Clemson has given up big points to, to teams that can score, mm -hmm. and yeah. um, Ohio State just gives up a bunch of points. This Ohio State defense ain't like the it's Ohio terrible. State defense. It's, it's not as good as it was last time. Not nearly no, as good. Nowhere near. They do yeah. not have those first-round dogs that they used to have in recent years. Right. So there's a possibility that that game could get out of hand. I think too. it will. So, you know, it, it is, it's going to be what it's going to be. Mm -hmm. Like I said, I'm going to be there watching, <laughs> but how much of my attention it's going to have is going to be based upon how well they play. And that's the thing. So, I mean, it, yeah. it is what it is, but we can spend a whole podcast easily and we might just do it in the near future talking mm -hmm. about how we fix this thing because it's starting to become it's starting to become the originalized sport that it once was in the, in the 60s, 70s, and 80s. That's the way it's starting to feel, right? There are a lot of people yeah. that believe that, that the CFP is literally catering yeah. to um, the southeastern part of the country. Yeah. And then, of course, they'll throw in uh, uh, Ohio. Yeah. And depending upon who you talk to, that's, that's still kind of central south as well. But, yeah. mm -hmm. that, you know, I, I, I think otherwise. But, yeah, they, they tend to think – um, Mid-Atlantic and, and South mm -hmm. and, and, and no further West than 
my God, I almost want to say the Mississippi because mm-hmm. we, we, we haven't we haven't had a Texas team in the CFP, have we? No, we haven't. Yeah, so we haven't had anyone technically west of Alabama. In, well, Louisiana, we've had LSU. LSU so we haven't had LSU. anyone That's west of, of Louisiana. No, I take that back. Oregon, Oregon and Oregon. Washington. The first time, the first. The first yeah, so we've we had Oregon, USC, and Washington in once each. Mm-hmm. And other than that, it's been teams east of that. And, right. and people are starting to believe that that's who the CFP is catering to. And based upon what we see, they're right. So that's the way it's starting to feel. Yeah. And, and that's the, I mean, the CFP, they openly disrespect the group of five. They, they yeah. didn't hide it this time. And so, again, we could spend a whole, we could spend a whole show, and definitely spend a whole show at least. So airing our grievances, but hey, it's Festivus, right? So why not our grievances today? So I understand why we're doing that, but yeah. you're right. We could do a whole show just on airing our grievances on the CFP. And it's ironic that, you know, they go ahead and they announce it the week of Festivus mm. so that we could do just that, we right? Just, but, keep, um, we could bitch and complain the whole, whole way through. <laughs> uh, speaking of bitching, let's go to NFL. <laughs> we both have a lot to bitch about. My uh, Steelers and your Washington football team. Let's start with you first because I, okay. I I've been I have a lot to say about my team. All right, you have a chance. Yeah, it's right there for you on the platter to take hold of the division. I think your mom may have clinched the division because Philly lost, the Giants lost, Dallas won, but y'all swept Dallas mm-hmm. by a lot. So if y'all, I think if y'all would, I'll check the tiebreakers momentarily. But I think if y'all would have won. See, the game against Seattle, y'all would have clinched the NFC least. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, thanks to one Dwayne Haskins, who threw up all over himself, cost your team the game single-handedly because the defense played well enough to win. Um, I, I think so. I mean, they held Seattle. They, they kept Seattle in check offensively. They got after Russell Wilson, I think. But your boy, I, I'm saying your boy, and I'll talk about your boy in a minute. Uh-huh. I know you have a lot of things to say about your boy, too. Dwayne Haskins. Yeah. Cost y'all the game. As a matter of fact. <laughs> I'll get to it in a moment, but keep talking about it. Okay. I'll, 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 I'll oh, yeah. Because I want to hear what you have to say. But basically, they're giving this, leaving the door ajar for Dallas to possibly steal this division. Well, for everybody. Well, everybody, Philly yeah. is still in it. Philly is technically yeah. still in it. Yeah, the Giants, too. Because the Giants yeah. got y'all. So, let me, let me, I know you're jumping at the bit. The floor is yours, brother. Talk about your okay. football team as it pertains to last week's game. Now, you know, whenever people like to talk about um, or, or like to blame one particular person or one particular play mm-hmm. for a, a game, I'm like, yo, there are at least four or five plays that happened throughout a game that you could look back on or four mm-hmm. or five things that happened within a game that you could look back on and say, hey, if we would have improved at least one of those things, mm-hmm. the game would have turned out differently. And, and this is what I mean with that, right? So you talk about Washington and, and, and playing well defensively against Seattle. Yes, they played well against Russell Wilson. They held Russell Wilson to 120 yards passing, right? Mm-hmm. One touchdown, one interception. But what they did do was that they gave up, what was it, 100 and – they gave up 181 yards rushing on the ground. 
Sorry, you can't do that. Right. And, and, and one of those plays was a 50-yard scamper from Carson um, early in the third quarter to, to take that lead up to what was that, 20 to 7 at that point? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you, you have that situation, and, and, and that's how – that actually was 20 to three if it to, to, to make it yeah it was 20 to three at that point mm-hmm. right? right so you you have seattle running all over this defense even though they're playing well against the pass that was problematic they needed to bottle that up matter of fact if they stop that run and hold that drive from them scoring that's seven points off the board hmm, that's 15 13 <laughs> who wins that game right yeah. but you also have a situation where um What's your boy's name? Yeah, just Dustin Hopkins, the kicker. He missed the extra point for their first touchdown yeah. to make it nine to three. He makes that. They don't go for two after the next touchdown. They go ahead and go one, mm-hmm. and they make it what? At that point, 17-20. Yep. So on that final drive, they're not forced to score a touchdown. All they needed to do was continue to drive like they were doing on that drive. And they just kick a field goal in that situation and send it into overtime. So that's why I'm like, there's several other things that they could have done where I'm like, you know what? Huh? It's not all on Dwayne. Now. Yes. I wish that, that, that he would have started better earlier in the game, but that's the issue they've been having all season long. And I put that on play calling, mm-hmm. you know, he likes to play a little bit more of an up-tempo offense. And for whatever reason, they just choose not to call it in the first half. Um, and they've done that for weeks and it bothers me. Oh my God, it bothers me. Um, <laughs> because they had to keep playing from behind in the second half. Now they do an admirable job in doing so, especially in the, in the past few weeks. But, um, dude, you, you can't keep doing that and expecting to win every week. Um, but as it pertains to winning his play, yeah, he threw two interceptions. One of those picks, um, I blame on him. The other one, I don't. Um, and he threw for a, a little bit under 300 yards on, on 55 attempts. Not necessarily a huge fan on that, but it was something that they needed because they were playing from behind. Mm-hmm. Um, admirable job again for Dwayne. The thing, of course, that's problematic for me, and I know it's the thing that everyone likes to talk about now, is what happened later on that night. Yes, right? talk about it. N- now, mind you, um, one, I don't necessarily have an issue with players blowing off steam after a loss or, or partying after a loss. There are a lot of people that don't even want uh, 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 athletes to live their life after a loss. They need to go ahead and carry that loss with them for the rest of the week mm-hmm. in, in their regular life. Nah, dog, I don't live like that. That's that's not how, you, how you're supposed to be. But I digress. He decided he wanted to party with his girlfriend and, and their friends. And they, they had a little adult activity in terms of having adult dancers with them and, and, and partying after the game, right? Mm-hmm. Now, when the news first came out, of course, um, it looked bad, right? right? Especially in the court of public opinion. But the thing that shouldn't matter is the stuff is, is, is whether or not it was a violation of either team rules or, or league rules, right? Mm-hmm. And based upon league rules as it pertains to COVID, you can be in a gathering of 10 people. You could be like at, at an event of 10 people or less 
or a personal gathering at your home or hotel or whatever of 15 or less, right? Right. And based upon the photos that we saw, that was not the case. You know, it, it seemed like it was probably seven or eight people there. But he did confess and said that there were more than 10 people with him. So it is what it is. He violated the rule. And he, he, he suffered for that. I don't know if you saw. He was stripped of his captaincy. Yep. And, and he was also fined $40,000 for that party, right? Mm -hmm. right. Um, the things that were said about him, some things I agree with, some things I don't agree with. Like, I, I hated the fact that, first and foremost, they tried to make this whole black-white thing. No, nah, dude. No, don't do that. Don't do that. You can it, say it, he's immature about going there. Yes, right? Yeah. And, and that's the other thing, too. Yes, he's immature, and, and yes, he is a person of a particular age, and yes, people that age make those type of mistakes, but you also have to understand that even people of that age, even younger, even our children, if they make mistakes, there are ramifications for those mistakes, right. and you will get punished for those mistakes. Right. So yes, the fines, whether or not you felt as though it was enough or not, it was still his punishment, and it was something that was deserved. Correct. Right? Correct. The same thing if they decided that they didn't want to deal with him anymore and they decided to cut him. Based upon this, the behavior of, of other players, like uh, 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 Quentin Dunbar, that, that, that was involved in the robbery, um, allegedly. Mm -hmm. um, when, 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 um, when, 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 when Rivera was hired, he was cut. Actually, he was asking to be traded, and they, 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 they obliged him, right? Okay. <laughs> Same thing with other players who have been messing up in, in, in the streets recently. I know some people will bring up Ruben Foster, but I don't even want to touch Ruben Foster right now. Mm -hmm. um, but there have been other players within this organization that have messed up, and they've they let them go. Had they done that with Dwayne, I would have been like, you know what? I'm not – I wouldn't have been disappointed because it was a bad decision, mm -hmm. right? And, and not necessarily because of the fact that he decided to be out with strippers. No. Mm -hmm. It's a pandemic. Right. You're not supposed to be around people. And that's a, COVID about, that's a violation of the COVID rules set by the NFL. Yes, I'm going to need you to, to go ahead and just make better decisions. If, if, and even if you want to do that, right? Mm -hmm. Because there are a lot of people who are probably doing it. There's just no evidence of that. Dude, take the phones. Think, dude, think. God. Yeah, that's, that's what the, what's his name? Jeter did that. Derek Jeter did that. He had a basketball at the front door when he ever had parties. Dump your phones, your, your purses. Well, I think it's your phone. Dump your yeah. phones in there. Well, you got to get the hell on it. You, you don't have to go home. You got to get the hell up and out of here. Exactly. Dude, why? <laughs> God, make sure, dude, you got to be, be you got to be smarter than that. Matter of fact, if you're not that smart, have someone around you smarter than that, right? Yeah. Be it yeah. you, be it your girlfriend, be it your mans. Somebody should have been there and been like, hey, no pictures, please. Right. We do not need this type of information out there to have the thing. Protect him. Do you know protect how many? Protect him. Do you know how many relationships, job opportunities, all types of trouble? The phone, that this camera phone here has caused people. How many relationships yes. is ruined? How many careers have been ruined by this, by this one device here? 
Yes. Shout out to Apple. You know, yeah. it's, 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 it's like, come on, you got to be smarter than that. And that's why I was, I was mad at this young man because he is a young man. Yeah. But he's shown, like, remember he did that victory lap around the stadium his first year starting? Oh, yeah, and, he took pictures with the, before the game was over with. Yeah, yeah, all of that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy. So not just not just that he was sulking after the loss on Sunday, mm-hmm. and Chase Young had to come to him, and, and I don't know exactly what he said, but it, it it seemed like it was more to the effect of "Yo, man, we can't do this out here. Come on, man, let's go to the locker room." Yeah, it was like "Yo, come on, man, you a captain, you you can't be out here sulking after yeah. a loss. Come on, man, let's just go to the locker room." Mm-hmm. So hopefully he gets his head on right. Because we already know, and, and 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 I hate to make this a race thing, but there's a, a small degree to it, and let me explain why. Okay. Dude, there are not a lot of black QBs out there. Yes, most the, the most the, most of the best QBs in the league right now are black, but we already know there was a time in which there weren't a lot of us playing at that position. Not that long ago in the 90s. Not that long ago. Definitely right? not in the 80s. Yeah. And, and, and there's still, there's <laughs> still situations where uh, some of us believe that there are other black QBs that deserve to be in the league that aren't in the league mm-hmm. because they don't get an opportunity to. Right. Right? Now you have this chance as a starter. Matter of fact, dude, you started the year as a starter. You were relegated down to third string. And thanks to injury, you're back as a starter. You yeah. had the opportunity to prove yourself worthy of that spot you played okay enough sunday against a team that people expected you to lose to right Mm -hmm. go ahead take your lumps get ready for carolina win that game get to the playoffs and and keep your nose clean but no you couldn't do that right you have only one job as a quarterback in the nfl the glamour position, also the most important position in all of sports. I would argue to the death of anyone about that. Anyone about that. You can't, you got to be mature. You got to be professional, even at a young age. I mean, hell, look at Jalen Hurts. Yeah. Look at Kyler Murray. Yeah. Since we're doing the black quarterback theme. Look at Patrick Mahomes. These are all 20-something-year-old guys. All of them are his age group, dude. You don't hear about, see, so that's the thing, right? Yeah. When I say keep your nose clean, it's not even necessarily about not getting it dirty. Just making sure that I don't see you get your nose dirty. Right. You get a little dirty in your nose, work the nose off, dude. Yeah. I'm sorry, man. I, I, I got a little. You, you got a little right excited there, about that. Yeah, yeah take it off. Got excited and knocked the, the mic and the headphones yeah, off and yeah, everything. Yeah. But yes, you get a little dirty in your nose, man. Wipe your nose off before people see you, dude. Right. It's all about how you're presenting yourself. And you're presenting yourself to be this young, immature person. Regardless if that's true or not, that's how people are judging you right now. Yeah. And and, and right now, dude, you, you're, you're on the precipice of making the playoffs. You're on the precipice of, of, of fighting for your job. It's career. Dude, it's career, it's right? His career is on the line right now. Yeah. You know, he's, he's doing a lot of Johnny Manziel-esque stuff right now. Yeah. Yeah. And I really don't want to see this dude go that route. I don't. I'm rooting for this dude because he's a local guy. He went to high school here. He's playing for the local team. He was a fan of the team growing up. He wanted to be here. I want to see this dude succeed, even if it's not he. Right. Right? So I, I, I just need him to do the things to make sure that that happens on the field and off the field. Speaking of here, I don't think he will be there 
come next season. I, I think. It's I don't gone. think so either. I, I really don't think so either because yeah. you know he's he's starting to to bring entirely too much attention to himself, mm-hmm. and he's not playing well enough to divert that type of attention. See, you you can go ahead and rape chicks in the bathroom, and 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 if you win the Super Bowl, that gets forgotten. Yeah, somehow. unfortunately, unfortunately, yeah. Yeah, right. So, um, yeah. you know, I'm not applauding that. Let me make sure I, I let that be known too. But yeah. yeah, somehow stuff like that gets forgotten when you win games and playoff games and Super Bowl titles. But I digress. I just find it funny that somehow this talk about Dwayne Haskins has superseded the, the, the story that Daniel Snyder paid someone who uh, 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 was, was, was looking to file sexual harassment charges against him yeah. um, a $1.6 million settlement. They didn't get nearly as talked about as Dwayne Haskins. I definitely no. Not at all. That's unfortunate. That's very Yes, it is. So, you know, this is one of those things. If I'm innocent, I'm not paying nobody 1.6. Right. Not at all. Right. Not at all. So there's something there. And then I find it even more interesting that the New York Times and the Washington Post um, are are butting heads over this. It seems like the Times is actually defending Daniel Snyder in this situation. But that's a whole other conversation for another time, man. To, to the point I, 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 of what's going on with on-the-field product, this team just needs to go out there and win on, on Sunday because if they don't, it just gets murkier after that. And, 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 and <laughs> this was something that I, I find it funny that, you know, they, they talk about wanting this team to uh, 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 progress and be better and, and develop, but at the same time, they want to win. And it seems like, for whatever reason, right now, this year, as an adult that, that Ron Rivera and his staff is, mm-hmm. they seem to be making some some real questionable decisions about progressing this team to make that, that step forward. Because I know they want to win, because winning is, is, is part of, of developing a team, but so is discipline. Yeah. So you, you got go, yes, to go ahead – and balance those two things, man. But, huh, yeah, I, 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 it was already bad enough for the loss. But to compound it with those two things just made this week that much more um, of, of, a, of a, a great cloud week this week within the football team. And it's getting crazy for me too, man, because here in Cincinnati, we all saw the Monday night game. I still, oh can't fucking, I still can't fucking believe it. I said, on, you know it's bad when your mother – Scolds you for cussing on, on social media. My mom go on me when I said, when I put the post in on Facebook, quote, this is fucking pathetic, end quote. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. people were laughing at me when she got on me. But anyway, I kind of saw it coming. But how do you lose? You're Pittsburgh, right? Yeah. You're 11-2. You didn't play well. Not only you lost two in the world, but you haven't been playing well the last three or four weeks before, during that time, right? Yeah. Getting by on borrowed time. You come in the Monday night against a team you've all oh, you beaten eleven straight times, mm-hmm. okay, and against a team in Cincinnati that doesn't have a starting quarterback but didn't have his backup. They had a backup to the backup starting. Didn't have Joe Mixon. Tyler Boyd got hurt during the game, and yet you you got beat by ten points. AJ Green is a shell of himself. Yes, only two interceptions for forty yards. 
but you got beat by that team. You let the, the immortal Ryan Finley go a pack, run for 20 some yards for a touchdown. You couldn't stop him run. He ran the ball on them several times. He let Giovanni Bernard, who's a good player, but he made him look spectacular. Yeah. And what's up with Big Ben? He, he, he attempted 38 passes, only 170 yards. You know how many yards that is per, per attempt? That's low. <laughs> That's fucking low. Yeah. How do you do that against this team? And you know, people can blame Juju <clears throat> for dancing on the, on the, on the um, midfield banner logo or whatever. And I know that's like a no-no. And in the, in the, not only NFL, but all levels of football. All levels of football, dude. I get it. I totally yeah. get it. Especially when he got leveled by, I think, Von. Uh, Von Bell, yeah. Yeah, Von Bell just leveled his ass. Caused a mm -hmm. fumble. And that was the beginning of the end right there. But you said we should panic. I agree. I, but I was... But you you ahead of it than I was. I figured and everybody in the moment thought we're gonna beat Cincinnati. So this is what I think is gonna happen, man. I don't think we're gonna beat Indianapolis, even though it's at home. Indianapolis is playing pretty good. Yeah, they are. Philip Rivers is not is a shell of himself, but that defense is nasty. Yeah. In Indianapolis. And they need that win. And they need a win to keep up with yeah. Tennessee. Mm -hmm. So I could easily see this motherfucker going to the final week against Cleveland. Another team that's playing very well. That needs that win. That needs a win to clinch the division against yeah. a hated rival in Pittsburgh. That's, mm -hmm. that, 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 that Pittsburgh owned Cleveland just like they owned Cincinnati. You, would, would you imagine, could you imagine how cool that would be for Cleveland? The fans and the players to knock off a hated rival that's owned them in recent years for the division title when they were considered out of it only a few weeks ago? That's what it's come down to. I, I don't like know. This. I just don't know. And, and, and the way that Cleveland has looked, you know, there, there, there were questions of whether or not Cleveland could compete against good teams. You know, their schedule, you know, it was last-place schedule. They played a lot of last-place teams. Correct. And then, of course, teams from the respective divisions that they needed to play. And they were beating them this year. Yeah. And, and you know, you're beating up on the bad teams. People were questioning whether or not, hey, can this – is this team real? Right. Then they started getting quality wins. Correct. If they beat Pittsburgh at the end of the season, they win the division. Not they only do they win the division, they they get the respect that they've been longing for. Right. Heading into the playoffs, something they haven't done in years, right. and, and and they might be um, a, a, a team to reckon with in the playoffs as well if they can continue play at the pace that they're playing with playing at right now. Let me ask you a question. Guess mm -hmm. who the Browns are playing next week? They're playing against – my guess is the NFC East team, right? They're playing against the Giants, right? Well, they beat yeah, the, Giants the Giants last week. Sunday. They beat the Giants last week. They play in the Jets. The they're in New York. Well, they're playing the Jets. Jets. They're playing the Jets. Right. That's another win for Cleveland. <laughs> That's another win for Cleveland. Wait a minute. Is it, though? Because we saw what the Jets just did to the Rams. That so was the Super Jets, Bowl, bro. I don't I, know. I, you know what? It might be the Super Bowl. <laughs> This might be Super Bowl part two for them. You know, they might be on this high of, of, of hey, we can win games now. We're not this laughing stock right now. You know, we might be able to go ahead and compete. And, and, and the Rams ain't bad. No, so for them to do what they did to the Rams speaks volumes. Matter of fact, they almost beat the Raiders 
a couple of weeks they ago. They should have been the race. I think they were on the tank. They were on the tank badly, which is why they called out all out blitz at the end. But being that the, the, the Jets are seemingly out of the quarterback, the Trevor Lawrence Derby right now, the trail and the Jaguars, do you think they just say, oh, shit, we're supposed to be tank, or are they going to say, fuck it at this point? We won a game. We're not going to go offer. We might get Justin uh, uh, Fields as a consolation prize or whatever. But do you think they're going to be like, damn, we should be choking for <laughs> taking for Trevor Lawrence, take for Trevor? Who that's knows, right? Trevor? Yeah. Who knows? Because that's, that's the other thing too, right? I understand everyone. Um, it's excited for, for, for Trevor Lawrence, right? Mm-hmm. And barring any anything huge happening between um, now and the NFL draft, that's, it seems like he's going to be the number one pick, right? right. Yeah. Um, but the thing is, there's always something interesting that happens, right? Um, remember tanking for Tua and how that, that was supposed to be? That was a thing? Yeah. And then his injury yeah. and how bad people thought that injury was, so they laid off a of Tua. And he failed to Miami. You know, the Miami didn't have to tank to get the guy that they wanted anyway. Um, mm-hmm. You know, say, say, say Trevor Lawrence can turn the championship game. You know, it, 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 it can happen. Or somebody somebody shines either at their pro day or at, at – exactly, right? Mm-hmm. Um, or, or someone shines at their pro day or, or, or at the combine. And it has people. Th- it has say Jacksonville thinking twice about what they should do, because um, you know people keep saying that Trevor Lawrence was a slam dunk, like Peyton Manning. But remember, Peyton Manning wasn't necessarily slam dunk because it was between him and, um, Ryan, and Ryan Leaf. Leaf. Can you believe that? You know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Ryan Leaf so, was considered that dude. Yeah. So it'd be interesting. And then what happens if Jacksonville actually drafts Trevor Lawrence? He doesn't succeed there, and whoever the Jets end up with ends up um, thriving there. So it's not necessarily absolute science. It's a, my God, I hope this works out science. Um, Sometimes it does, sometimes it doesn't. But, you know, based upon what we know right now, we we, we believe it's Trevor Lawrence. So, but anything can happen, dude. Anything can happen. You know, my, my question is whether or not, the, uh, that 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 coaching staff is going. To, I don't even think that coaching staff is going to be at the end. No, of the they, they 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 should. Adam Gates should have been fired weeks ago. And he should have been. I don't, I don't think Adam Gates is going to get the next season. I don't, I don't no. Think. So you know, I, I, right right now, I just think Adam Gates is probably just coaching so that he can go ahead and, and potentially get himself another coordinator job. I doubt very seriously he gets another head coaching job. If someone else takes the, the takes um, a chance and give him a head coaching job, yeah. Again? Really? Again? Yeah. Yeah, I, I will be shocked. I would be. I, I think so, too. But anyway, so basically we talked – people wonder why why we talked about the Jets because the Jets would play Cleveland. And um, they, they think it, it looks like Cleveland is, it should be favored. They by should to win that game, even though it's yeah. in, in New Jersey where the Jets mm-hmm. play. Um, and Pittsburgh is, home, is a home underdog to Indianapolis. Now, I think it's going to be very cold in Pittsburgh. It's going to be cold here in Cincinnati this week. So I know it's going to be cold. It's probably snowy in Pittsburgh. So it remains to be seen. If Pittsburgh, all they have to do is win one more game, so it wouldn't be a winner-take-all in Cleveland. Because you don't want that. You don't want it to you come down to that. Especially not the way that you're playing right now. No. So the way that you're playing right now? Yeah. 
you don't want it to come down to this. Yeah, Juju promised they wasn't going to dance anymore. I don't think it makes a damn bit of difference. As long as as hurt and injured as they are on both sides of the ball, and they, they refuse, they can't run the ball to save their lives. They can't run the ball, they no. They can't throw it past 10 yards all of a sudden. No. That, it's a, it's a bigger, much bigger problem too. than Juju. It's a much bigger problem is. than Juju. It is. Because my thing is this, right? Juju dancing on the logo, if Juju's on my team, I'm loving that. Mm-hmm. But if it's if it's my team logo that he's dancing on, I would have an issue with that. Because, sure. um, yeah, let it be known, I've been to several uh, opposing team stadiums, and I stomped on their, their logos whenever I got an opportunity to be on the field. But they don't <laughs> care about me because I don't play football. But right. still, yeah, it, it, it makes me feel good in my chest that I've right. done what I've done mm-hmm. in certain stadiums and on certain fields. But um, if Juju makes plays, no one cares about the dancing. Well, they care, but, you know, yeah. it, it's it, – Tomlin isn't saying anything to him about that. Because, yes, it's dis- yes, he might deem it disrespectful, but if you're making plays and you're catching the ball, once again, your performance outshines the negative. You know what I bet he said? You know what I bet that? he told him? I, I, bet he, I bet Tomlin told him, if your ass keeps dancing and not, and not producing mm-hmm. – Probably. Yeah. Probably. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So I bet that's why Juju Kemmer said I won't be doing that ask anymore. Because let's face it, everyone wants to be top dog, but not everyone can be the top dog. <laughs> Whenever A.B. left Pittsburgh, now where A.B. was there, he was the benef- primary beneficiary was Juju. That's, that's number mm-hmm. two. Yeah. Now Juju's the number one. He's been like, yeah, the past two seasons, right? I know that Big Ben was hurt last season. They had a, the guy like Mason Rudolph and the guy named Duck throwing him the ball. But yeah. still, the, the, this year with Big Ben back, albeit a more diminished Big Ben, it appears, Judas still is stepping up. If you're the number one receiver, it doesn't matter who he's throwing you the ball. DeAndre Hopkins did it all those years in Houston before Deshaun Washington came, came, like, uh, came along. Julio Jones could do it with any quarterback if he needs to. Antonio mm-hmm. Brown could do with any, like with any quarterback. If you're number one, you are number one. Yes. Regardless. Regardless. So yeah. I think I think I think um, I think Juju's learned that lesson. I don't know if he's going to be back in Pittsburgh next year. I think his contract's about to be up. Mm. I don't know, but that's another story for another another podcast for another time. But still, we the Steelers have a lot of issues. Yeah. And we thank God we got a playoff spot, but it's going to look really bad if we go from 11-0 to finishing 11-5 and losing out the division title in the process. It's going to look very bad head to the playoffs and to the offseason. Yeah, and, and, and that's the problem, right? Because even though they looked uh, – uh, <clears throat> they didn't look glamorous while winning those 11 straight games – they still were gritty enough to do so, and there were spots in which they played well where you thought, okay, at least if they continue to play like this, they'll battle it in the playoffs. They may not be dominant, but they'll be they'll be able to battle. Right, right now, they look like they don't even got no fight, and, and that's a problem. You know, everybody chuckled when Washington beat them because right. uh, <laughs> they lost to a team with no name. Uh, <laughs> whatever, dude. Right. But when Buffalo beat them, they're like, whoa, okay. Buffalo spanked them. They, they, they yeah. spanked us. They spanked us. But people thought, okay, and I was one of those people, they're going to rebound against the Bengals and, and, and ride the rest of the season out. That means that they beat Cincinnati, 
they'll go ahead and they have to fight against uh, 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 Indianapolis again, and right. then they're going to have to fight against Cleveland before they make it to the playoffs. Dude, I don't know if they got that fight no more. They're going to have no. to prove it. And 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 and, Fast. and Indianapolis is a good team for them to, to to prove whether or not they got playoff fight in them or not. Right. And that's going to be huge. That's going to be very, very huge because it's not yeah. looking good for the home team. Yeah. We'll get y'all on this here on this, man. I'm going to close this podcast on some NBA action. It's fantastic. It's back tonight. <laughs> well, actually, it came back last, last night. Last night, yeah. Yeah, with, with, with the Nets and KD doing their thing. Who needs James Harden? We have KD balling and Kyrie balling. And Karis LeVert coming off the bench doing his thing. Coming off the bench. And, and, that was, and, that's what that was. It was like, yeah. James who? We all, we all you don't need him. You, they're, a deep team, they're a deep team. They're balanced. And, you know, you, you got them with it. Yeah. So you still got those guys from last year, including mm-hmm. Kyrie. And, you know, but, 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 but now I have a healthy, healthier Kyrie and a healthier, for real, KD. They're going to be doing some things. So with that being said, I ranked the teams uh, by East and West. Like my, my predicted finish for the playoffs is going to be in the playoffs. Okay. Or not. And so I'm not a prison the moment, but the Nets, how they played last night may cost me to change my ranking, but here it goes. I'm going to go East. And I'm gonna go west. You give me your east and west. Um, okay. In the east, I have from 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 one to eight. I got the Bucks at the as a top spot. They always do well in the regular season, even though they just got beat on like like tonight. I mean, quick, quick question. Yeah. Are, are you going to include your your nine and ten seeds as well? Because remember, we're, oh we're yeah, that's what the plan. The plan. Yeah. No, why not? I'll do that. I'll do that. Good, good, like good call on that. Um, and I'll amend my uh, preview on my blog with, with those nine. Um, yeah. But the Bucks as a top spot, two spot. I still like the Celtics. I know the Celtics okay. beat the Bucks tonight. I think the Celtics that I think the chemistry will be better with Gordon Hayward and Charlotte. So uh, I, I, I like the Bucks. I like the Heat. I'm not gonna make mistake of sleeping on the Heat. I told people not to sleep on the Heat last year, and I was very right about that. And then after the Heat, I have the Nets. Now again, the Nets. I have the. I know people thinking the Nets is the fourth best team in the East. Really, dude? I, I think that for a couple of things. It's hard, it's not, it's hard to have people, new people come in, especially superstars, come in and play together and do well off the jump. The exception to that was where the Miami Heat, when LeBron first arrived there with Chris Bosch to play with Dwayne Wade. I thought it would take longer to gel, but it didn't. They won the East. That year, they came in second. They were the second best team record wise to the Bulls that year with Derrick Rose at the rookie. I mean, that's the MVP. But um, yeah, that's the exception. So I, I think the Heat would be, uh, I think that, um, not the Heat, you know, not the Heat, but the Nets would be fourth. And I wouldn't be surprised if they would end up being sec- third or second. But anyway, but the Nets are good defensively. So I think that's going to buy them in the ass too. And the Heat, Celtics, and Bucks, they're great defensively. So I think that's going to bounce it out. The fifth place team would be the Raptors. They, again, Toronto, they're, they're around, man. They were tough out last year. They had the heart of what the two really tough Jalmavis once said in Houston, the heart of a champion. Yes. And they're what I call uh, team cockroach because you can't kill them. Um, <laughs> kind of like the St. Louis Cardinals and MLB, you can't kill those boys no matter what. 
Um, but I got them. The Raptors are well run. I love the brother who's running things, the basketball side, of Ujiri. Um, yes. So he's, he's a man. That's why the Raptors are going to still be there. I think my sixth place team would be the Sixers. I'm really interested to see what Doc Rivers will do with Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid. I think a lot of fire under those two, especially under Embiid. Embiid is too talented to be where he is. I mean, he's still a great player, but he can be greater. Yes. He's the best big man in the East. By far. I mean, I think he's better. I think Embiid, if he's right, I think he's just, just as good as the Greek freak. He can stretch the floor, most definitely. Yeah, I That's think one of the things that, that makes right. him dangerous. Yeah. yeah. If, 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 he, just, he can stretch the floor, but, and he hits his free throws. He needs to get his ass on the block, though. Because mm-hmm. he, he, he's a big guy. He's, he's nimble. He's strong. And, and he's unstoppable down there. My seventh place team would be the Pacers. Um, my eighth place team would be your Washington Wizards. Okay. Yep, they played well tonight in a losing effort uh, to in Philly, and I like I think I, I like the um, the the Westbrook the Russell Westbrook and Bradley Bill dynamic a lot more than I did Bill and John Wall. So I, I think that's going to be even though the worst that ceiling is that seven or eight seed, but still I think they'll return to the playoffs this year. My nine and ten seeds in the East would be Orlando and Atlanta, respectively. Mm. I don't think Charlotte gets it done. Charlotte, Charlotte may be knocking on the door. Detroit may have something to say. I doubt it, but I think it's going to come. I think the nine and ten would be uh, uh, Orlando and Atlanta. So I know I was going to go to West, but let me just hear your what you got to say in the, in the East. Okay, um, my East, right? Mm-hmm. So to your point of, you know, superstars coming back and whether or not they'll be able to 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 gel quickly and play well together, um, I I do have a belief in that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean they'll they'll get it by playoff time, right? But mm-hmm. the, the beginning of the season and with this being a sixty game sprint, um, it might take them a little time, even though they look dynamic against Golden State. Um, yeah. With that said, right, I have Boston as my number one, right? Mm. Okay. Number two would be Brooklyn. Number three I have as um, Miami. Okay. Number four, Milwaukee. That's another one of those teams. They made some additions then I want to know whether or not they're going to be able to gel mm-hmm. um, quickly or not, too. Um, number five, I have Toronto. Number six, I have Philly. Number seven, I am going to take the Wizards. Number eight, I am looking at the Orlando Magic, number nine, I'm taking at, um, I'm sorry, I take that back. Um, at eight, I'm taking Indiana, nine, Orlando, mm-hmm. 10, Atlanta. Okay. Okay. So that's, that's just a similar to, to mine. So we both like Boston. Yeah. Basically, we, like we both like Boston. Um, the Bucks. I can see you putting them at four because I think the Nets are, uh, the Nets may end up being better than the Bucks. 
you know, I just I just want to see if they if if, if Katie and Kyrie they're both basket cases. Let's just be yeah. But if they gel and they put on a show like they did that are not albeit against the Warriors, a, a, a injury depleted Warriors team, they're gonna be hella scared. The East is gonna be fun as hell to watch. Yes, it is. This the East is gonna be fun. It, 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 I haven't said that in years. <laughs> <laughs> right, plural years. The East is about, about, about to be just as deep, if not deeper, than the West, if you could believe that. So it's going to be hella fun. I just want to see what Doc does with Philly. I, mm-hmm. I, I, I like to see the Heat. I know the Heat are well coached. I know they, they, they lost to the Magic tonight, but it's only game one of 82. Well, no, 72, excuse me. But uh, since they're short in the season. But still, I, I, I do like. I do like the Heat organization. I still think they'll be there at the end, and they're going to matter at the end. I just, to me, it's going to come down to be between Boston and probably the Nets. I have them playing each other in the for the Eastern Conference title. Mm. I really do. I have them playing because because remember because the Nets are my four seed, and the Celtics would be my two seed. Yeah, and so they're on opposite ends of the bracket. I think the Nets would take out Milwaukee in the second round. And I think Boston would, it would get his revenge against the Heat in the second round. And then they're going to have that collision course for the Eastern Conference title. Uh, so that's I'm with you on that. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm going to be intrigued to see. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm, I'm intrigued because I believe that that could happen. And I'm, I'm anticipating that happening. And, and I'm interested to see how this Brooklyn team, the way mm-hmm. that they're balanced, in deep with their two superstars will look with a very balanced, I guess a very balanced um, 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 a Boston team. But you yeah. got to remember that Miami is the same way too. So they're not going to be an easy yeah. out. It's just going to be very interesting to see how they look this year. I mean, both Miami and Boston are two well-coached teams, best-coached teams in this league, at least at least in the Eastern Conference. So we'll be seeing what will happen with that. Um, out West, in the top two seeds, I think we all could agree. It's 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 a it's a it's by LA. Yeah. Lakers and the Clippers, one and two. Okay. And the Clippers did work last night, and Paul George played like what he should have played been what PLP should have been. He yeah. was cooking in the third and fourth quarters. So, but I still go. I think still gonna be Lakers one, Clippers two. I like the Nuggets a lot at three. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they still have those snipers, so it's like Serrano Jokic. Um, I like this is this is the this is a surprise. I like the Mavericks at four. <laughs> I like I really love Luka Doncic. I, I love him. That's no secret about that. I love this kid, and I come I've come to love since the Knicks drafted him years ago. <laughs> Christos Porzingis. Yes, I'm glad he's in a better situation. I'm glad he's out he's out of New York. Good for him. Now if he's healthy. They're going to do pretty well this year. They're going to be turning some heads. The fifth seed would be the Jazz. Um, I like, you know, I like the fact that they locked up Rudy Gobert and Ivan Mitchell to long-term deals. I think they both signed the Supermax. And so if they could, if, if Rudy Gobert could learn to play with, with, uh, with, with, with uh, Mitchell and get, and get along well with his teammates, I know he's, super, he's a super serious guy. That's what they say, Rudy Gobert. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and Mitchell, he's, he loves to win too, but he's a football fun lover. But the point is, it could rub teammates the wrong way, Gobert, but 
if they can play together, they're already well coached uh, under Quinn Snyder. Um, but I, I, I think that – I think they're one of the top five teams in the West. Uh, but we'll see. My sixth seed, no matter what happened last night, I still think the Warriors will, will, will be better than they were last year. I, I think as long as they stay relatively healthy, I know they don't have Clay Thompson, and I know Draymond didn't play last night, but I think Draymond's a dog. I think that Steph Curry have a lot to prove mm-hmm. last year. They won't be in the upper echelon, but they'll still be they'll they'll still still they'll still be they'll still be there. Um, the seventh seed would be the Rockets. That's to be determined because mm-hmm. who knows what the hell is going on with James Harden? Half the team is COVID, so I don't know what the hell. He may not be a Rocket by the end of this week. <laughs> so, but I, them, they're tentatively my seventh spot. And my eighth spot will go to the team that did well in the bubble that didn't do well enough to get to the playoffs. That would be the Phoenix Suns. They went undefeated in the bubble. They played very well in the bubble. And now, they now have Chris Paul, who's a, proven, who's a proven winner. You see what Chris Paul did in Oklahoma City. A lot of people thought they were going to be a lottery team. He made them to a playoff team and a dangerous one. Yes. And I think he'll do the same with Phoenix with better talent. And that would mean that uh, that 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 um, uh, what's what's the what's uh, Devin? But anyway, Devin Booker, yeah. Devin Booker, I think Devin Booker will be moving back to the two spot, which is natural position. He doesn't have to play mm-hmm. the point. They have a two point guard to put them in his spot, as well as uh, uh, I. Uh, uh, what's what's the kid's name down low? Ayante, Deontay, Deontay, Deontay Aiden, Aiden, yeah, down low. Get him in his spot. Two talented players. I think it brings stability and leadership. They're already well coached under Monte Williams. I think I think Monte Williams coached Paul when they were in New Orleans together. If I'm not mistaken, I'm going to say that he probably was there uh-huh. for the end of Chris Paul's tenure in New Orleans. Yeah, so they know it. They're quite familiar uh, with each other. So. I think the same be a lot better. They may be better than seven or six. So they may be that that much better. But mm-hmm. my nine and ten, I give well, the West, I guess, would be gosh. I think it would be New Orleans. And I can't call it between San Antonio and Memphis. Okay. I'm gonna say Memphis for now. I got too much respect for uh, Coach Popovich mm-hmm. to to really say it's going to help, but for now I'll say Memphis. Just because I'm okay. that better. Huh. <laughs> Here go my rankings. So we agree, L.A., L.A. for one and two, but I got the Clippers as one, the Lakers as two, because mm-hmm. I, I truly believe that LeBron's going to be resting a lot um, this okay. year. That's fair. Especially early on. Mm-hmm. And that he'll probably just come – well, not probably. He'll come back um, around the time of the All-Star break uh-huh. and, 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 and play more consistently then. But he'll be a little bit more sporadic between now and February. Mm-hmm. Um, number three, I have the, the Denver Nuggets. Um, I like the way that this young team has, has made advances. And I don't believe that their run to the, champ, to the um, Western Conference finals last year was a fluke. Um, number four. I got the Portland Trailblazers. Mm. Um, as good as they looked wow. last year, making that run to that eighth spot um, with a little bit more consistency now with 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 um, 
uh, uh, the, 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 the veteran leadership of one Carmelo Anthony being there for the entire season. Mm-hmm. They've also made some moves. My favorite move is the addition of one uh, 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 Robert Covington. Mm. Um, from um, God, what was um, Rob before um, this year? That they, oh, he was in Houston. So traded from Houston to 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 um, to Portland. So they get that defensive dog that I thought that they needed, and then they they'll have a they have a healthy um, uh, 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 Jokic in, at center. So I got them at four or five. I got Utah. Um, Six, I have Dallas. Seven, I got Golden State with Houston at eight, Phoenix at nine. And like you, 10 was a little iffy with me between Memphis, um, New Orleans, and San Antonio. So I took Memphis. Mm. So I think we made sure a brain on who will be in the finals. I got Boston out of the East. Mm-hmm. Now I got the Lakers out the West. Until, until uh, the Clippers fix their chemistry issues, I can't take them over the Lakers. Neither can I. And I feel the exact same way. Mm-hmm. Um, we probably do share brain in that situation. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if it is um, Brooklyn. I'm just a little concerned about that coaching staff. I understand that they have um, what's your boy's name that was the head coach last year that's still on the staff? Um, mm. The head coach. Head coach. Brooklyn. Oh, uh, Steve Nash. Steve Nash, yeah. No, the, 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 the head coach last year. Oh, oh, Jacques, Jacques Vaughn, I think. Jacques, Jacques Vaughn. Vaughn, yes. Yeah, Jacques Vaughn. So uh, he's still on that staff, right? Yeah, he's still there. He's a, he's a lead assistant. Yeah, um, which I find interesting that, you know, the head coach gets demoted. Um, and he stays around for that. Um, right. <laughs> uh, 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 you know, they, they, yeah. I'm, I'm intrigued to see how that works out. But you know, you had the, the 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 leadership of of Bradley Stevens over there in 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 Boston, and I think that he goes ahead and he leads that team to um to the finals again mm-hmm. to, to to give us that finals that we were pining for mm-hmm. last well back in October of Boston, LA. We finally get that. And this time we actually get to get that in the respective cities. So yeah. There you go. Boston, LA, old school. And you know what? This would be for the rubber match, I think, for the most titles. It would be. I think both teams have 17. They do. So this would be the rubber match. So that would be must see TV. Hopefully the pandemic looked like it'd be under control with this with the vaccine. Who knows how that's going to God, I hope so, man. They're talking about a second wave of, of a second strain, man. And, yeah. and, and two different strains of, of uh, 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 UK and South African strains. I'm like, oh, come on, man. Fuck. Okay. okay. And, 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 and when the <laughs> pandemic reached Antarctica, they had 16 cases in Antarctica. Yeah. Yeah. Your facial expression was just like mine when I first heard that news. Yeah. And on that note, so yeah, it's it's it's, it's down <laughs> because it, it, I forget what the term was originally, what it was before, but it's now technically a global pandemic. Yeah, yeah. But before we go, um, I told you before the show mm-hmm. that the hat had dual meaning tonight. 
Yes, um, yes. Explain that, please. You know, of course, the NBA season started yesterday with the, right. the Wizards starting their, their, their season today. Right. But unfortunately, man, um, a friend of mine from high school, Damon Gordon, passed away on Monday, man. Uh. For, for him to be 45, <clears throat> same age as I am, and to pass away, you know, he, he was his health was failing him, unfortunately. Um towards the past couple of years. Um and, and yeah, he, he he um departed us on Monday. But um like I said I I wear his hat in honor of him. He's a huge DC sports fan. Mm-hmm. Man, if you look at all of his pictures, just about especially in recent years, he's always rocking a DC area team cap. He was always wearing like one for the football team, one for the Wizards. You know, we we went to a Nationals games together. He's a big Nats fan. He's a Caps fan, Hoya fan. So he's a huge DC sports fan. And the other thing that you might like about this dude is that he was working behind the scenes during the entire five seasons of one of the greatest shows, if not the greatest show on television, The Wire. Really? Yeah. So he's a he's a big TV guy. Um, he actually used to be. Um, a posse member on Team Summit in its original iteration for the wow. last few seasons. Um, and he's done a lot of work behind the scenes in, team, in terms of writing, producing, and directing. And like I said, he worked on the staff there. And then oddly enough, I swear this dude always has a story for me that, that blows my mind. But the thing that blew my mind, oddly enough, weeks before his passing, was that he was on an episode of The Wire. I remember that scene and didn't realize it was him. Which thing was I'll that? I watched I watch, I watch, I watch all the wire, but, but what was that scene? Okay, so it's the scene It's the scene after Cheese gets shot in the shoulder, and he's yeah. having a conversation with Prop Joe in his store, right? Right. right. So he's in scene. the store talking to Prop Joe, mm-hmm. and, he's, and Prop Joe is asking him about his shoulder, and, and, and Cheese is like, you know, shoulder don't matter much as long as this work. And, and, and it, while they're in, this, in that scene, Prop Joe was like working on a clock. He has the clock to one of his boys in the store. That's my boy. Wow. Yeah. So he 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 he, he like to say that was him in his thug days. <laughs> but um, yeah, I had no idea that was him until he pointed it out. And I'm like, yo, that is him. Oh my God. Wow. So yeah, to hear him talk about the various projects that he's worked on and 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 to see the various people that he's touched, people that I didn't even know that knew him. Mm-hmm. That I know, turns out that know him. I'm shocked, but I'm not shocked because we had similar interests in terms of sports, music, TV, and all of that, man. And he's just was a fantastic guy, man. And 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 one of the things, matter of fact, he was a a moderator of a, a Wire group that we would always talk about the Wire on, on there as well. Um, man, just this this a, a, a devastating loss. Especially when when you lose someone that's your age, man, you, yeah. you don't think about anyone your age group, especially mm. um, now. But you know this is around that time, dude. So yeah. you know, just got me to to to, to think twice and, and and cherish everyone that's around me, man. And, and I'm gonna miss that dude, man. I really am. God bless him. God bless his family. Most that's, definitely. That's deep, man. I'm glad you shared that story. That's deep. That is yeah, fucking deep. I I really appreciate it. Long live the wire. Oh yeah, yeah, and and his stories about the wire and a lot of the behind the scenes stuff that you know that he would always talk about and tell us about, 
and 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 his his insight on the show and his theories about the show, mm-hmm. man. Of course, coming from that perspective, makes the show a little bit more interesting. So, and the one thing that I'm I'm mad I missed out on mm-hmm. is the, the one project that he was looking to do. He was looking to give tours in Baltimore of the various neighborhoods where they shot. Man, I was I was so looking forward to that dude mm-hmm. and and listening to him tell the stories from his perspective, man. Unfortunately, man, we lost a good one, dude. We lost a real good one. Indeed. Well, I know that's a wrap. Um, Dwayne, as always, man, you did it. Thank you. And also, before I close, please check this brother out. I'm probably pointing the, the wrong way, like what, like, like a, when I do the video back. But anyway, whatever. Check him out on the yard, such as HBCU Sports. We wrestle all things HBCU Sports. Maybe he'll throw a wide reference on, on there as well. And <laughs> um, check him out on Sleazy Radio every Tuesday night on Facebook Live. His work, his great work on HeroSports.com pertains to FCS Sports, pertains to HBCUs. And in the meantime, get the merch. I need you all to get the merch. Get the merch. Cafe Press. CafePress.com. The address is in the description. Again, search for the Clown Times Sports. You'll find me there as well. But also, please check out my sports ball, the Clown Times. Check me out on Facebook as well. And one, and a couple more things. Go up and then we talked about earlier, especially this, this second huge wave about to come. Please stay your asses at home. It's only one Christmas. We need for y'all to be around next year. We need for our loved ones to be around next year. So stay your ass at home. If you can't stay your ass at home, wear a damn mask. It's not too tough to ask. It's not a hard ass. And oh yeah, rest in peace to the, the Hall of Famer, Kevin Green, who passed yes. away a couple of days ago. Yes. You know, Pittsburgh Steelers great. Um, also played with the Carolina Panthers, the, the L.A. Rams, mm-hmm. and um, who was the fourth team that he played for? He said the Panthers, right? Um, Panthers, he played Steelers. For the, the 49ers. He played for the 49ers. And the Niners, yes. He, he was an assistant with the Packers. I got right. that wrong last night. So, yeah, he was an assistant with the Packers, played with the Niners, the Rams, the Steelers, and the uh, the Panthers. So, yeah, you know. He, to my, one of my favorite Steelers who went there for a while, but – he made an impact. My and guy, also, him and yep. Greg Lloyd on, on both sides. Yep, salt and pepper, man. Salt and pepper, bro. Salt and pepper. Uh, yeah. And also, before I leave, hit the subscribe button so you can hear more of this commentary. We greatly appreciate it. Yeah. We, I would greatly appreciate. It. I'm sure Dwayne would too, but we would greatly appreciate <laughs> it. And hit the bell that signifies the, the notification when we do more videos. Which we're going to do more videos. In the future. So, aside from all that doom and gloom, have a Merry Christmas. Thank you for tuning in. Have a Merry Christmas, D. You do the same, brother. We're out.